Whenever a new drug is introduced, there are always rules about how it's to be prescribed. Well, usually. Some drugs must be taken with food, others need to be taken on an empty stomach. Some drugs must be taken in the morning, others at night. Some drugs are suitable only for adults, others are best avoided by the elderly or by pregnant women. The rules about when drugs should be taken are put together after the various trials have been performed. Sometimes the rules change as doctors watch how a drug affects different groups of people. For example, it was only after the terrible experience with pregnant women that it was found that thalidomide may be safe, safe for some patients, but it's definitely unsuitable for women who are expecting a baby. The rules are always devised by observation and experience, and a doctor who ignores the prescribing rules can get into terrible trouble. He might lose his license to practice and he might be sued. I've been studying and writing about prescription drugs since 1970, and I have never known an exception to these simple rules. Until now. The COVID-19 experimental so-called vaccine is, like the disease itself, being treated quite differently to all other prescription drugs now and in history. It is now the most lethal medical product ever made. And that means that it's also the most lethal man-made product of any kind, apart from armaments. If the COVID-19 jab were a car or a kettle, it had been withdrawn from sale a long time ago. Here are just some of the ways in which the drug is getting unprecedented, special and very dangerous treatment. First, it's usual for drugs to be prescribed with caution to begin with. Drugs may be tried on specific groups of people. Trials usually continue for a few years before drugs are made widely available. However, the COVID-19 experimental jabs are being rolled out to over 7 billion people while the trial continues. Actually, in the past, no prescription drug would have been allowed on the market with the appalling early testing record of the COVID-19 jabs. Second, there's always debate and discussion about a new drug. Doctors are expected to offer judgments, observations and thoughts. The medical journals publish papers, letters and case histories. Today, there is no discussion about the COVID-19 jab. Doctors who offer critical comments lose their licenses and are reviled. The media usually quick to highlight drug problems, attack doctors who try to draw attention to side effects or deaths. Information is suppressed. For example, the BBC boasts that it refuses to allow vaccine critics to express fears on its programmes, even if those fears are correct. Third, no one worries about being sued because everyone's been given indemnity. Patients who are crippled may be able to claim a relatively small sum of compensation from their government, but thanks to intervention from drug company investor Bill Gates, the drug company manufacturers can't be sued, and it seems that doctors may also be immune from legal action in the civil courts. Most have broken international court in international laws, by the way, by prescribing experimental products without first making sure that they'd received full informed consent from those who've been jabbed. Fourth, those who've had an unapproved vaccine, i.e. one that doesn't enable them to enter the United States or Europe, are being told that they can also have an approved vaccine, one which is approved and which will therefore allow them to travel more freely. I've seen absolutely no evidence showing that this is safe. There have been no tests or satisfactory conclusive trials 
to see if doses of different vaccines are given they're compatible or deadly. Fifth, the drug companies say that the second dose of the vaccine should be given 12 weeks after the first dose, but many doctors are giving the, sec giving the second dose just four weeks after the first. There have been no tests to show that this is safe or effective. It's been reported that doctors don't get paid for giving the first jab until they've given, been g given the second jab. You don't have to be unduly cynical to wonder if the doctors might be rushing the second jab so they get paid more speedily. Maybe doctors are worried that if they don't get the second jab done quickly, the vaccinated individual might not return to have it done, either because they've had bad side effects or because they're dead. As far as I know, no doctors have yet given the second jab to dead people, but who knows. Sixth, it was originally said that the COVID-19 jab should not be given to pregnant women. This advice is now being ignored and the jab's being given to women who are or may be pregnant. There's no evidence to suggest, let alone show, that this is safe. Seventh, the COVID-19 jab is being given to terminally ill patients who've been marked as unsuitable for resuscitation. There really doesn't seem to be a lot of point in giving a jab which does nothing but perhaps, allegedly, slightly reduce the risk of serious illness to patients who are due to die shortly and who, it has been decided, should be labelled with DNR notices, do not resuscitate notices. Eighth, it's now widely known that the COVID-19 jabs may cause blood problems, including clotting. But I know for a fact that the jabs are being given to patients who have a medical history of blood clotting. Ninth, individuals are being given a first jab manufactured by one company and a second jab manufactured by another company. This is against all basic medical principles. There is as yet no evidence to show that this is safe in the long term. But early tests seem to have reported more side effects. Tenth, in the autumn, doctors are planning to give individuals a dose of the COVID-19 jab together with a flu jab. There have been absolutely no tests done to see if this is safe. So that's 10 ways in which the giving of the COVID-19 jab, or whatever you want to call it, is unscientific. This is deliberately unprofessional and wildly reckless. Those doctors who are involved in this massive, uncontrolled global experiment should be struck off the medical register and put in jail for life. Instead, they'll be rewarded with huge amounts of money and praise. No mainstream journalists dare question what's being done, even though there's clearly very little science to this experiment and what little science exists being ignored. The cowardice of journalists is unprecedented. Those who accept the lies and the nonsenses are like good Germans in World War II, accepting the lies and deceits because it's easier, far more profitable and far more comfortable than confronting the fraudsters with the simple truths I've just outlined. Meanwhile, those of us who question this fraud and who question the complete lack of science behind it, behind what's happening, are being demonised and attacked. In fact, the savage, cruel silencing and demonisation of the medical truth-tellers is all the evidence we need that the alleged COVID-19 pandemic is the greatest fraud in history. It's been inspired, maintained and promoted without mercy by the most evil people the world's ever seen and the medical establishment must now include itself as part of the conspiracy of evil threatening our present and our future.
Thank you for watching An Old Man in a Chair. Please subscribe to my channel on Brand YouTube and share my videos on other platforms such as BitChute. Many thanks to those who do share my videos and help spread the truth. Please do translations. Please put notes, um, whatever, on Twitter and Facebook. One request, please don't cut or edit any of my videos. Thanks as always to Mohammed Button and Brand YouTube for the platform. And for the record, this channel has not been monetized. Never, none of my videos ever has been. Don't forget to watch my friend Dr. Colin Barron's amazing videos, which are always pertinent and always entertaining. Read the light paper at thelightpaper.co.uk. Look at uh, visit 21stCenturyWire.com. Uh, visit the UK column. Uh, visit iconic.com um, and vernoncolman.org and vernoncolman.com. Finally, though it may feel like it at times, please remember you're not alone. More and more people are waking up. And once they're awake, they don't go back to sleep. If we're going to win this war, then we're going to have to fight hard with passion with determination and with the truth. Distrust the government, avoid mass media and fight the lies. And thank you for watching An Old Man in a Chair.